Welcome to King's Touch Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. And wherever you're listening from, we believe God's word will impact your everyday life.
might be done for we are his workmanship we bless God for that uh, created in Christ Jesus with that God for Christ Jesus but his creation in Christ Jesus must have a purpose for it must have a something to do must have the reason for being must have a, 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 a an expression a release a domain of manifestation Glory, hallelujah. And you know we are talking about manifesting glory. Am I talking? We are talking about a revelation of glory. As a matter of fact, we are talking about festivities of glory. When we begin to talk about the glory festival of the festival of glory, in line with our study this week, you agree with me that we are something that has been created and then placed somewhere. Ultimately, that something might be done. Ultimately, that something might be achieved. Ultimately, that some works might be displayed. Amen. I would be of no absolute favor, ladies and gentlemen, to come and tell you how wonderful you are and that you are in Christ Jesus and never get to tell you that you are there for something to be done. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus and to good works. And to good works. That word unto in the King James is uh, the understanding of the word for. In other words, to all things have happened so that this may happen. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus so that the result may be good works. Somebody say good works. We are uh, his workmanship. We are his masterpiece. We are his handiwork created in Christ Jesus. In Christos, the anointing and his anointing. The anointed one and his anointing in the Messiah so that ultimately we may be able to walk in good works and the Bible says which he hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Can I talk? Did you know that before your mother ever met your father there was a plan for you in the mind of God? Did you know that before you ever became who you are, in the mind of God there was an agenda of a certain word that would be called by your name. And a diary was written if there be anything like that. Just now they draw some kind of picture of the compass of your mind and show you a diary. If God be a CEO of an investment company called Heaven, he's seated up there and on the right hand of his desk is an in and an out. And in the in is one with a diary or some kind of book written and it bears your name. That it shall be assembled or created in the heavens, but it shall be assembled in the heavens and then dispatched onto the earth in a city called Jerusalem, in a nation called Tanzania, and their names shall be so and so. Their names shall be so and so, and they will be there to do A, B, C, D, and after they have sought the purpose of God in their generation, then they will come, I will be shaking their hands and saying, well done, thou good and faithful son. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. You don't want the corridors of life to just appear as one insignificant and uncategorical and one that is absolutely without balance. You have been shaking through your life and living your life by chance that if I sleep, maybe let sleep in peace. And if I awake, may I awake again in your strength. If you take tonight's take unto your own, and if you make me survive, I give you glory. That you don't make me rich lest I forget your name, but don't also give me poor lest I cry forever. That is your I'm going to tell you tonight that life is bigger than a church. Life is bigger than a coincidence. Life is 
because you don't know who he's going to say what next, but I come to tell you, because he are his workmanship in Christ Jesus, your agenda now is focused on good works. If you're going to do some good works to the glory of God, this is the hour to lift your head, this is the hour to spare your shoulders, this is the hour to draw the line in the sun, to tell that devil, one of us must go, and it is not me. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Why do you let the devil knock you out of your heritage? Why do you let the devil convince you that you have no future? Why do you let the devil convince you that you're not a prince charming, you are a broker? Why do you let the, the devil convince you that you'll never get to see fulfillment of destiny? Why do you let the devil prey on your mind? I have the Bible calling him a liar. And when the Bible said that devil is a liar, the Bible says that Jesus is the Messiah. Oh, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus that we may be able to walk in good works which our Father ordained before the foundation of the earth that we should walk in them. That we should walk in them. That we should walk in them. I see you in authority. I see you in power. I see you in dominion. So 
And you come and sing, I love you, Lord, I love you, Lord. And the Lord is saying, liar, liar. <laughs> <laughs> so you are lying. Because there's nothing again you're going to do that is going to reconcile with what you're saying. Can I teach a little bit? Do yeah. you know that faith is of the heart? Yeah. But it is not faith until it is expressed with the mouth. For with the heart man believeth unto salvation, must be Romans chapter number 10, and confession is man unto salvation. But expression of the mouth is not the end of it all, but then it must be perfected through action. Because faith without works is dead. That means you can have as much faith as you have, but it could be dead. But you can have as little faith as a mustard seed. But if it is alive and well, you will speak to the mountain and say, Be now moved. In other words, the least of faith can move the greatest of things. How can you still be in the dungeon? How can you still be living in the cave of a tunnel? How can your mind be still trying to survey life and wondering whether it is double or double? And then you're always wondering if it is going to be a pinky, pinky, pinky. Ladies and gentlemen, when God called you a chosen generation, when He called you a royal priesthood, when He called you a peculiar people, that He has called out of into his marvelous life. That means you became a man of advantage. That uh, you have been lifted to a place of advantage. You don't see life horizontally anymore, but you see life with a bad eye view. You look like an ego because you see what God sees. Do you know that when I look at you like this, I'm only going to see from here to there because my vision is limited depending on the capacity of what I can see. But when I go up there, I can see beyond measure. The higher I go, the greater the perspective. Never mind that I will not. Do you know that you could be as fat as fat can be? You can be the obesest among the obese, and yet as I continue going higher, you will become smaller and smaller. I will think that you can see the right thing. <laughs> Mm. I'm, I'm trying. Oh, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. Come on, give me a hand right there. Give me a hand. Now, that simply means that some of the issues you're looking at, they are overwhelming you because you are looking at them face to face. You are looking at them, you even put your specs. And you know your specs are like bulletproof. Because you see they are now like magnifying glass. And the problem becomes bigger and bigger. You begin to see the devil everywhere and everywhere you go. Every person you meet when they give you a heart, that is a devil. When they shake your hand, that is a devil. When they smile, that is a devil. Excuse me, give me a break. I will not waste my mind and my energy on what the devil can do. I am going to look up to God and begin to see what God is able to do. When I begin to look at life through what God is able to do, everything that was big begin to reduce. Can I take you to Isaiah chapter number 14? The Bible declares that the people were so bound and thrown in a pit that when the men looked at him, they were shocked. Looking at him like God sees him, they said, is this the one that tormented us? Is this the one that made us afraid? Is this the one that made us give up on life? Is this the one that made me think I can't get 
Nobody can tell me. Okay, let me let me give you let me give you let me give you like two hundred years. Let's say you that in two thousand and two thousand and do you know that? Do you know that after that day, after they put your belly six feet under the ground, do you know that you're still being existed? Yes, sir. Do you know that? Yes. Yes. So when you are here on the earth in this generation, when they put you in that kaburi. They will put a little cross right there because you're a Christian, you know. Yeah. Christian, you know, they put a cross for you and they say she was a good girl. They'll say she was a good girl. And they would say, born in 1983, died in 2,240 years. <laughs> now, listen to me. Between those two dead, there will be a line in the middle there. Yes. You listen to me? Yes. That's why it's generally a representation of your window of and while you are operating on that line, I came to remind you that your walk should be a demonstration of good works. Not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is a miracle in your life. Because the Spirit of God is already activated in your life. There is nothing in the mind of God orchestrated for you that you cannot be able to achieve. I came to tell you, walk in love. Because you are his workmanship, pray and trust Jesus. Let me shock you. I don't know how to hate anymore. You cannot hurt me so much that I will hate you. That That is one of the problems I have made with my wife some time ago. I think this day she's you know, coming to my level was just that she could not believe. But that guy said this. But that guy said this. Can you just at least be annoyed with him? Can you or hate him or do something? Even when I try to hate I just find that when I meet them, I will hug them. I will give them my hand to shake. Because my DNA does not carry the ability to hate, the ability to be defeated, the ability to live under. All I know is the light of God that shines on the path of man. And it shines brighter, and it shines brighter. Let me tell you, when Jesus said, the love your enemies, what he meant, I'm calling you to higher ground, where you are able to love your enemy. You know the Pharisees and the Sadducees of the day, where Moses said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So who is your neighbor? And their friends will never sit and understand, trying to say that the one you're supposed to love is your friend. Now, even if you never knew God, you will love your friend. So what then makes the difference? There must be something about the human spirit that makes you do the impossible. Amen. Amen. Those are the good ones I'm talking about. Amen. That goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will abide in the house of the Lord. This is they that are planted in the house of the Lord. They are like the palm tree that will never cease to flourish. My pastor is a man I used to say many years ago that goodness and merciless men shall follow me all the my life. I don't know what you think or consider to be good works, but I came to tell you, walk in them. If it is health and prosperity, walk in them. If it is healing and deliverance, walk in them. If it is some US dollar, you want to touch a British pound, walk in them. But let me tell you, when you make up your mind to 
walk in the good work which he has ordained before the foundation of the world, you will be amazed because the world will begin to respond to you. When he said my yoke is easy and my burden is light, that simply means that light can happen to you easily and frequently. Now, if you're here and you're worried because you might die tomorrow, most likely you will die. <laughs> if you're here and you're afraid and think I'll never get married, you know what? Most likely you will not get married. <laughs> Am I talking? Yes. If you're here, if you're off, that's afraid. You gotta pray for me. And if you feel like I'm not beautiful, if you believe you're not beautiful, you are most likely not. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. Yeah. I give. Oh, I can't speak. That means the thing we gotta deal with is the heart, is the mind, is the inside of you. If we can get the inside of you, so begin to understand that you gotta walk in good works, there is nothing that will evade you. Why evil divorces you, goodness and mercy will begin to marry to you. You are Christ as you go in, you are Christ as you go out. When everybody says life is tough, you are smiling and saying, Thank you, Jesus. When you say, Devil is the liar, you say, Jesus is not the liar. I refuse to be refused. I deny to be denied. I will not stay under because what I carry is the blessing of God, the blessing that breaks barriers, the blessing that changes regulations. You will go to heights beyond your dreams after your great dreamers and you see yourself going to the moon and bouncing on Jupiter and going back to Pluto and you're wearing gumboots and your socks are checked and it is so fun to have and you meet your girlfriend there and as you come home on earth you realize it was just a dream and I tell you something you can drink bigger than that and see those dreams become realities
The last time I checked the good book, I found that it said in Isaiah chapter number 40, and I think verse number 29. And have you not known? Have you not had? Because God expects you to have known and to have had. That, that, that. Have you not known? Have you not had? That, they, 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 somebody help me. That,
You know the good day, sorry about that? Yeah. Of course I pray for all of you to get married. And I'm going to bless you. And that's the prayer Lord of you inviting me. We have a wedding of Sister So and So. After they have I eat the chicken and bless Jesus. Ah, you see, if you're going to end up with a husband that will turn into a hammer, and a wife that will turn into a knife, and cause your heart to become like a man of God, and to cause you always to have meal by mouth, like the one in the hospital, it is called compulsory silence. You are in the house with the man you have married, and you cannot talk. And you're sending each other SMS. And you write that SMS and say, Wake me up at five. Because I have to leave at six. At five, you write that SMS and say, It is five. When he wakes up, he wakes up at seven and realizes, I don't like that. Hallelujah. I say, What kind of life is that? I say, What kind of life is that? Now, if God hurts your husband in your life, He's going to give you a real bone. It's going to give you a real style of God that will never exchange you for anything. That will consider you to be the best among men. That will send a really one, but you surpass them all. That if God wants to give you a wife, He's going to give you a real one.
you can as well be poor the rest of your life. Uh-huh. Do you know that a rich man is not rich because of what, of what he has in his pocket? Yeah. A rich man is not even rich because of what's in the bank. Yeah. A rich man will walk as a rich man when he has nothing. Yeah. A rich man will call a car to take him home when he has nothing. Yeah. And then a poor man will have 10,000 on him and you will imagine now there is so much of this. Yeah. There is now I have to
Okay. If the dress is expensive, their figures never been in order. <laughs> okay, when everything is said and done, forget what's happening with your people and your friends. Celebrate them and give God the glory for them. And walk in the good work which God has that you should not I have to give a tax 10% for what is in my notes today. But let me conclude with something in the book of Habakkuk chapter number 3. He says that although the fig trees shall not blossom, neither the olive be born over the vines, although the, the cattle shall not be born in the pond, and although uh, the, the vine shall the olive will not be found on the vine, is a yet. I will rejoice in the Lord. Amen. I will joy. Thank you, my brother. Although the victory shall not blossom, take me back. Although the victory shall not blossom, and then the suffering before the Lord, and the labor of the Holy shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat, and the flock shall be cut off from the poor, and there shall be no hard in the store. Listen to what it says. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord, and I will joy in the God of my salvation. Why? Because the Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like high speed to meet for me. He will make me to walk on my high pace. Even though the fig tree will not blossom, even though at the degree I did not take it, although the sister did not accept, although the job I was not received, although the interview was given to another man, although my auntie told me I'm not that beautiful after all, yet I will rejoice. When is the last time you rejoice because things were not working? That's why we live by faith and not by sight. You see, you want to rejoice when everything is falling in order and the puzzle is great. No, God needs you to rejoice so that you can begin to see what He's doing in your life. Amen. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. Why? He says, For the Lord will make my he will not make them happy. He will make them like high sleep. Huh? What does he say that? Yeah. He will make them like high sleep. That means those feet that are slippery. Eh. I know that your feet are not four by four yet. <laughs> I know that your feet sometimes they have fellowship at the knee side. <laughs> it is those ones, those feet, that you always keep in trousers because you don't know what the brothers will think. <laughs> Squat, squat, squat. I know you know how the fast part is with the practice.
say you doubted, but today you're walking. Yesterday you were giving up, but today you're As long as you keep walking, one of these days you're going to look back and say, My God, look what the Lord has done. I used to be in the valley, but now I am on the mountain top. Listen to me, you can go ahead and disappear in oblivion. 
intimidation because no intimidation will twist the hand of God. But if I were you, I would simply make up my mind to walk in the works which God has ordained for me to walk in them. If I don't see the miracle today, it will come to pass tomorrow. If I don't see what I went today, I will rejoice and be glad for the Lord shall make my feet like high feet that I may walk in my high place. Where you are going is higher than what you think. That's why opportunity is the conclusion of timing and preparation. You know, the, the purpose of God, the calling of God in your life, that's what you're supposed to be investing in right now. Because a window of time is going to open. And it will not be rehearsal anymore. It will be many stages. Some of you think you're still young, very young. You know, young, you know, when I become 30, now I'll begin to do things. No, if you're not too young to die, no? You are old enough to believe God for what He's doing in your life. Yeah. Hallelujah. You can be CEO at 24. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Yeah. I believe that I was international at 16. Yeah. Although it took me probably six or seven years from then to be able to ever take my first flight. But the manifestation came because there was a believing to me. If you're waiting to become 48 and a half for you to, to resign from state government <laughs> and then they give you retirement benefits and you go back to the village to take care of your two, your, your, your wife and your son and your dog so that you will look a little for grandchildren, all that is okay. But some of us have refused to live average in the mighty name of Jesus. And those of you, sometimes when I speak of corruption, and if you get under the cloud of my talk, you may just get arrested. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That your mind will unlock the ice that was on your brain that caused you to feel and to believe and to think like a freezer. Everything around you is cold. And when people come around you, they look for jackets. They know they see you there, they turn that way. Because you're always cold. Your face is as dark. You're like a suffocated demon. There's no hope, no glory, no joy, no excitement about you. That's why we want to saturate and let the eyes set loose like it was in the book of Acts. The Bible declares that when Paul and Silas sang praises unto God at midnight, there was a visitation in that jail. And the Bible declares that the chains understood the revolution and they let go of the men of God. It was so serious that even the other prisoners that were in there, that day they were liberated. And I shock you. The Bible says that the jailer began to bring out them to get intimidated and the prisoners went to kill and said, Sir, you must receive Jesus. He said, what can I do? They say, you believe? And you and your house shall be saved. Can you imagine that a man sings praises, honor praise to God, and the jailer and his brother house are saved? Now, you are worried about whether you will get the job, whether you will get the husband, whether do you know that the fabrication of your destiny in the mind of God is bigger than the wedding? Amina! Do you know that a wedding is just for a night? But marriage is for a lifetime. Do you know that people don't get married to get divorced? But do you know that many get married and end up divorced? <laughs> I might have to make something. 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 I might have to make something.
Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and share the message to your family and friends. Follow us on our social media at Kingstar Church.